Midnight in Brooklyn, you linked in first. I wasn't looking, but there you were. My fallen angel, calling my name, calling my name. My fallen angel, calling my name, calling my name. Locked in a dark room, walking on air. Don't have to see you. FF.FM Community Radio for San Francisco. Welcome to another episode of On Baytime. It's our love letter to San Francisco's LGBTQIA community and um, maybe people that just, you know, wish they were a part of San Francisco's LGBTQIA community. Um, if you love San Francisco, you came to the right place. Unless you also don't love the gays. and Then, I, then I, this I, is the wrong place, darling. It's the wrong, wrong show. I'm Christopher Beale. That's Poyo Delmar. Hello, Christopher J. Beale. Hello, listeners. So my mom was here on the show last week. Oh, mom's defer. If you haven't had a chance to listen to last week's show, it, it's just wild. Um, there's a reason we called it the shit show. That's that's what we called the episode. So <sighs> the shit show. The shit show. So definitely check that out. Uh, mom lived for the fact, Poyo, that A, you called her mom's defer. Mom's defer. And B, 
Um, my, when I was on the radio, I used a stage name. Um, my name's always been shortened in one way or another most of my life. And in this stage, I'm finally going by Christopher. And my mom lived for the fact that you call me literally Christopher J. Beale all the time. Never Chris, never Christopher, just Christopher J. Beale. So she also thought that was really charming. Yeah, she charmed, thought you were charming. I'm sure, mom's <laughs> All right, we got a lot to get to tonight on Baytime. Uh, we're going to find out uh, whether or not Pollo Domar went to Florida to hang out with the, what did you call them? Boat basic bitches. Find out what happened there. Mom uh, became national news sitting on the runway in San Francisco. I'll talk about what happened with that. <laughs> um, we will take a look at the gay news. There's not a lot going on this week other than Lil Nas X. And yes, of course, we're going to play Industry Baby before the end of the show. This is BFF.FM, community radio for San Francisco. Welcome to the show. You're on Baytime. Bay, how do you stand the rain? And how did you get to be so close to invincible without seeming out of See 
FF.FM Community Radio for San Francisco. I'm Christopher Beal. That's Poyo Domar. And you're on Baytime. Last week, mom was here in the studio. Momstifer, as you've been calling Mom-stifer. her. Momstifer. And I, I think she's going to own that nickname for a while. She should. She appreciates it. Girl, brand it. Get in on a t-shirt, henty. Thursday around noon, uh, we left the apartment. I took mom to the airport, came back home got settled into the office and started working because, you know, when family's in town, you can work a little bit, but you're not getting sure. a whole lot done. And I have a lot of deadlines coming up, including a new podcast that I'm launching more on that later on tonight. Yes. Um, so I just immediately came into the office and started working. I start getting text messages from mom um, that uh, her plane is still sitting, like she was boarded. And now it's like, we still haven't gone anywhere. We're still sitting here. And then, and then another text comes in. Okay, so now uh, they're saying that someone airdropped some inappropriate photos <gasps> to someone on the plane, and now they're uh, trying to figure out who it was. And so she's updating me play by play for this. Um, oh my god! So I tweet about it, and I, you know, journalism Twitter is a thing, and so I start getting you know the usual suspects, including a Bay Area TV station that I am too classy to mention by name. Um, uh huh. So I followed this yeah. mama drama on the Twitter machine. It was 
It was just utter bullshit, but let's, <laughs> but that's not what it's Indeed. about. It's not about me. It's about mom. But yeah, so a, a Bay Area news station called me and was, was fishing. They got the story off of my Twitter and were, you know, didn't have any information. They didn't know what airline it was, what terminal it was. Like they got the story from me. Uh, fast forward, they, uh, I told them I expected to be credited. Fast forward, they, uh, they ran the story like they found it. And, uh, and of stole course it. they did. Um, SF Gate contacted Shady. me and talked to me and credited me and my mother correctly. Apple Insider took the story and said that I was on the airplane, which, you know, just poor Whatever. research. Yeah. So I spent most of the day like correcting journalists um, about a story that I wasn't paid for. So it was not fun. Anyways. So back to mom, mom's on the airplane. They, she says, then the pilot comes on board and says something to the effect of we're giving the person sending the inappropriate photos a chance to just admit it to you. Uh-huh. Well, let me tell you, first of all, I'm devastated, Momstifer, because I've taken many a flight and never single, never received even one single dick pic. Well, here's the thing. It wasn't a dick pic. Oh, this my This is where the story Jesus. gets a little scarier. It was a picture of an airsoft gun. What the fuck is that? It's like a, a fake gun. Who sends pictures of fake guns? Send me a dick pic. Send me a picture of your asshole gaping open. I don't care. Oh, my gosh. But don't send me pictures of guns. That's simply disgusting. That is. Um, so three rows in front of my mom, a hand goes up. Uh-huh. It's a teenager. Oh, dear. Um, She's in prison right who now. Who thought it would be funny um, to do this. Well, apparently... Um, they, the, the passengers were told that there was also some sort of threat and that everyone on board would need to be rescreened. So oh my God. they deplane everyone on this. Uh, this is a San Francisco to Orlando flight. They take them all back to TSA. They rescreen everyone and put everyone except the teenager back on the plane. My mother arrived home at 3 a.m. on the East Coast. When, oh, my God. Yeah, it was it was rough. That teenager is probably sitting in federal prison right now. Do you know what kind of dates a teenager in prison can get? I'm devastated. Oh my God. <laughs> I think the teenager was arrested, so your fantasy I'm, might check out. I'm absolutely sure of it. Moral of the story, news sources, um, you should definitely be crediting journalists um, that, That's that the find and report story. stories. And um, teenagers, people in general... Just like, don't do dumb shit on an airplane. You know, I was at dinner with my wrestling friends the other night. And you're going to name drop a couple of them. I'm not going to name drop them because they're just not that famous. <laughs> but I was at, I was at um, dinner with them. And that means we, I probably know them. <laughs> yes, of course, you know them. They're that low on the, on the pecking order. But um, nevertheless, we were at dinner and we had taken, of course, you know, it's like a wrestling show and, and we're all friends. So backstage, we took a lot of. Uh, pictures and whatever. And we were all airdropping um, pictures to each other. And then I realized like, oh my God, this is how easy I'm, first of all, I'm not that technologically savvy. So I had to have my friends set it up so we could airdrop. But my friend, once it was done, I was just airdropping things to everyone, you know, like the just the photos. But I was like, this is how people, like, I know people who um, will like turn on their airdrop on various like public transportation um, just to in, see what they in get. public, just to see what they get. Right. And like, I've never done that. And I was like, 
oh my God, this is how easy it would be to get random dick pics just dropped into your phone right there. But the flip side of that is, girl, this they, is how easy it is to get random dick pics flashed to you. <laughs> like this, yeah. So it's like also the flip side was like, positive well, and a negative. What, what if like you can't control, you don't know what they're going to send you. So they could be sending you like, kitty porn or whatever kind of shit that suddenly is like found on your phone later on. And you're like, next thing you know, you're R Kelly. Yeah. I feel like uh, the convenience I mean, minus the fact that you would be like an actual sex trafficker or whatever. Yeah. That would be bad. I feel like um, even the like advantage to airdrop is just not worth the, uh, the, the, the security. Well, like I just- mean, I think that the key to airdrop is that you airdrop and then turn that shit right back off. Like, it's like anything else. You don't like, you know, suggesting that airdrop is not worth the risk is like being like, you know, having this door that opens and closes just is not worth the risk that people come in. Lock the goddamn door. Like, close it and lock it. And shut the window too, bitch. I've been proven wrong once again by Poyo Demar. No, you're, you're completely right. But it's, you know, I want the convenience, but you have to be wise. It's about everything. The internet is like, you know, a pro and a con because people can legitimately, if they're horrible people, find ways to navigate into your home and get on your computer. They can do that. It takes a very going to people. Yeah, exactly. It takes a very special person to want to do that. It doesn't mean that I want to inconvenience myself if there are options, but I definitely think in, in the situation like an airdrop or whatever, it's a doorway into your privately handheld electronic device. So, you know, when I want to send things to my friends, I'll turn it on. And that's, you know, I don't even know how to do that, but I'll turn it on and I'll have your friend show you exactly. how to turn it on. And I will. And then turn it back Exactly. <laughs> correct. Exactly. Correct. All right. We're going to find out if Poyo Del Mar did in fact go to yet another high school reunion <laughs> with the, what'd you call them? The boat basic bitches. I just wanted to hear you say because that. A it, more because times. y'all, the, it was the last one I went to was scheduled at a boat basin, which I, if you don't in know what that is, mosquito ridden Florida. Uh, yes. Like extremely like in the woods, legit. That's what we call it. We called it the forest in the forest. Did Poyo go? That's coming up. Dun, dun, dun. myself in the afternoon. Won't get out until the water's cold and I am blue. I see it. I'm killing doubts. So I just open up the door and I ring it out. Don't you? Till I 
forget everything I know Everything I did Was just a way to make the time feel
for San Francisco. I'm Christopher Beale. That's Poyo Del Mar. And you're Christopher J. Beale. I'm sorry. This is Christopher J. Beale. That's Poyo Del Mar. And you're on Baytime. So last week, when my mom was here, we talked a little bit about whether or not Poyo Del Mar was, was or should go to her reunion. Like going to the theme of hindsight, which we've been talking about a lot. In hindsight, you see how many people that you really, like in my case, I wanted to be accepted by, that I wanted to be part of their group. I wanted all these things that they peak very early. Yeah. Like they peaked, they hit their, they hit their peak at 18, 17, whatever. And I, I'm 48 years old now and I still haven't hit my peak, honey. I'm hitting my stride right about now, just understanding where I'm coming from and knowing exactly where I'm going. And some of them are like, you know, there's nothing wrong with whatever life that has been, has given any of them, but we've got very different lives. And I think that some of them, as much as they love and cherish what they've got, probably are looking at me and being like, mm that's what a different path would have taken me, you know, like I, very interesting. So it's coming up this weekend. Are you going to go? And so it's a week later. Poyo, did you go? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I mean, I really wanted to go. I did. Um, but the fact remains that I only found out about that reunion less than a week before it was supposed to take place. So she was a late invite and she is busy girl. Yeah. I'm booked and blessed bitches booked and blessed, <laughs> booked and blessed, which is legitimately the most trite line that you will ever find drag Queens constantly repeating girl. I'm booked and blessed. I'm booked and blessed. Things bitches. that drag Queens and pro wrestlers say, but I wanted to go, I would have gone. And my friend Heidi Patty only mentioned it in passing when I happened to speak to her on Facebook. So I only had about six or seven days advance notice. Now I did look into the prospect of going and I could have gone, but to be there, I would have had to rework a whole bunch of other things here. And, you know, that experience to be there, I told Heidi in, you know, in a couple years time or, maybe even two months time or whatever, I'll look back and be like, I really wish I had gone. But- Will you though? I mean, I think so because I've always enjoyed the previous years. So yes, I would have appreciated and enjoyed being there, especially since this is a milestone one. This was a 30 year anniversary, a 30 year reunion. So, but at the same time, without proper planning to drop everything and go, it's, this isn't like next door. This isn't, you know, an hour drive away. This is a six plus hour flight plus all of the commute from everywhere. So this, this isn't an ordeal. And I simply didn't have the time to do it. And, you know, not the, not the time to plan it out. Not the time. Thank God I'm already on a diet because I look, I would have looked snatched, but you know, <laughs> like that's important. <laughs> that's always important. God forbid they dropped it on me. Like, two months ago when I was like, oh, the hell you will. Uh, I love how you're like, I didn't go, but I would have served. I would have <laughs> served. I mean, you know, it goes without saying, honey, but the, I, I think that the things that were factoring in here, you know, I did have work and I would have had to reschedule work. I had a wrestling show on Saturday. I would have had to reschedule that. I have a party, you know, I had a party at Lookout on the day after our leather street 
you know, like the, the leather alley, it wasn't Dory alley this year, which we'll get to later in the show, but yeah. it, it was, you it know, came to my doorstep. <laughs> right. Exactly. Somewhat. But the, those it, it are, peed on my doorstep. are all things that would have had to be rescheduled. And, and I, I think that I don't know, like, you know, I, I would have loved to have gone and rubbed their noses in how fierce I've become <laughs> and continue to become. But at the same time, like there isn't, horrible and weighty responsibility to being this fierce the people here expect it too. And if the people in Ocala, Florida want this fierceness, they have to give me advance notice. Simply put, darling. Well, Dory Alley, it kind of happened this year. It's under a different name. We'll unpack that. And, um, it, the festival peed on my doorstep and I'll, I'll tell you what that means. It's coming up on pay time. I mean, not the festival, but You'll see what I mean. Let's go! Prom. Did they cancel this? Field trip. Did they cancel this? Graduation. Did they cancel this? I didn't think they could cancel this. You gotta dance, dance, I drink. You gotta dance, dance, I drink. You gotta dance, dance, I drink. What? You gotta. You could be my Come on up. She on a spree. She wanna stop everything. So dance if you're on our team. The class of COVID-19. Yo, but it ain't no vacation Got the cap and gown, but there's no graduation I'm on team quarantine and it's time to face it Got a bomb prom gown and I'm not gonna waste it So the prom's still on, but it's in the kitchen Netflix game strong, ain't a thing we missing I'm a quarantine queen, you won't catch me with my mask off If you got one, baby, maybe you can be my mascot Toilet paper pom-poms Netflix chilling with them watching us around come Be my dick a prom-prom I pick a brother with a mask hot, you could be my mascot Champion cheerleaders, no competition You know the times are crazy and the news is scary But we still mad talking like our name was Jerry Saying we got this, we got this, got it Close house party, go big, can't stop it I'm a quarantine queen and my future about to blast off And if you got a dream, baby, you could be my mascot Toilet paper pom-poms Netflix chilling with them watching us around come Be my dick and prom prom I think a brother with a mask hot, you could be my mascot Toilet paper hair weave And we ain't breaking up cause we stop I think I love her with a mask hot. You could be my mascot. You better dance, dance, Jerry. You better dance, dance, Jerry. You better dance, dance, Jerry. You better. I could be your mascot. She on a spree. She wanna stop everything. So dance it. You're on our team. The class of COVID-19. Jerry? Yes. Todrick? What? Y'all both made maps. Mascot. Okay, we ready for Daytona now. Picture this, you and me in the morning. 
kissing over the coffee you're pouring It could be like that every day Hated that I wish you were Hoping that I'm a better replacement For the guys that you're always out chasing Or should I accept things I can't change Hated that I wish you were I wish you were gay so you could just hold me Call me your babe instead of your homie Can't wrap it out of my mind, but I said, and this. 
BFF.FM is community radio for San Francisco. You're on Baytime. I'm Christopher Beal. That's Poyo Del Mar. And we want you to become a bestie. Support the work of BFF.FM and uh, all of our kind of super queer radio shows. I love it. Um, just by becoming a bestie. Help us out with a monthly gift. Help keep the lights on. We would appreciate it. Over the weekend, uh, one of the big gay events had kind of a, what was expected to be kind of a smaller version of of a big gay event. And that's the Dory Alley Street Fair. There was a smaller version that happened this year, or at least that's the way it was planned. What I heard was that it was packed. It's, you know, people forget that, so Dory Alley Street Fair is the precursor to our Folsom Street Fair. It tends to run a little bit more on the heavy, heavy fetish side. And it traditionally has happened in a very, very compact area. Dory Alley is only one block long. It directly um, goes from one street and then dead ends into the powerhouse bar here in San Francisco, which is a Soma based or South market based leather bar. And traditionally it does tend to be more hardcore fetish, but people forget, even if it's not internationally promoted, just the number of people in the Northern California area who are only an hour or so drive away, if everybody shows up for this, a lot of people. it's a lot of people in a very small space. So I'm not shocked. You know, I'm not shocked at all. Well, and like, like we said about pride festivals this year, like yeah. um, the, the, it, despite there being nothing really official, people came out this year yes, because they people did. had steam to blow off. Absolutely. I mean, people were like, let's fuck in the street. They had to, they had their shit to do or whatever they were going to do, you know, flog me mama. Yeah. On your lunch break at work today, definitely uh, just look up the Twitter hashtag Dory Alley, D O R E A L L E Y. You are welcome. And just make sure that you do it when it's like no coworkers are around because honey, you don't want yeah. them to be yes. seeing what you're looking up. Sound off, sound off. <laughs> exactly. Uh, my, I had some friends that went, I, I'm working like full production on um, a bunch of stories. And so I've been like hustling since mom left on Thursday. Um, so for a week now, just, just in this studio every day and then like making myself go out and take a walk and then back in the studio. Um, the other day I'm here working, uh, it's the day of Dory Alley and I'm, I'm sitting my, the way our studio is set up, I'm right by uh, the window here and I had the window cracked and I heard someone like literally heard someone break into a car. They were vandalizing uh -huh. it, smashing it with a pipe. So, uh, you know, it's 2021. So what did I do? I got my camera out and I just hit record and I recorded that. And I, I was it. devastated. It's where I often will it's park right too. where I usually park. Yeah. I know. I was beshrieked to use a poyoism. <laughs> beshrieked. <laughs> I was beshrieked. I like that. So after, so I, I tweeted the video and went back to what I was, I think I went and got some water and I walk back in here and I go to sit down. And as I walk by, I'm, you know, to sit at my desk, I look out the window as I walk by and right down in the alley is a dude in a harness and leather shorts, unzipped dick out peeing in the street and not like, even attempting to hide it. He was definitely not standing still. He was drunk and swayy and texting and holding what looks like an energy drink. It was a mess. Um, and so I also filmed that. You know, I like, first of all, there's, if you live somewhere where that is shocking, a shocking occurrence, good for you in your small town America. It's the first time I've seen it outright, like the first of, time I saw. Honey, yeah. I'm shocked that you don't have multiple videos of people just pooping on the street, like, <laughs> like right here. 
that's less interesting to me from a, a cinematic standpoint. Of course, but I want to remind you all that like Christopher J. Beale lives in his studio is in a very nice luxury upscale oh apartment gosh. high rise in downtown San Francisco Civic Center area. And that's great. But the it's you tenderloin-ish. know, but it's tenderloinish, and just because the venue is high high end, such as this apartment complex, <laughs> does not mean the clientele outside is. I walked up one day. I can't imagine the visuals. People I have walked of where I up live now. one day, and somebody asked me if they could borrow a lighter, and I was like, okay. So I love I I let them have a lighter, and then the person was like, can I keep this lighter? I was like, no, you cannot keep the lighter. And so we were standing literally in the doorway, entering into Christopher J. Beale's building, and the man pulled out a crack pipe to start smoking the crack pipe. And I was like, oh, sir, no, no, no. No, ma'am, Pam, you cannot do this. Give me back my lighter. And I beat hoof. I came right in here and slammed the door right in her cracked out face. I mean, this is the kind of thing that we experience on a daily basis. I've never heard someone more accurately describe my neighborhood in one story. I cannot imagine that it would have been shocking or appalling and whatsoever that somebody was peeing in the, the I alleyway. Know that I was appalled. I just thought it was funny. I thought it was hilarious that this like gay event that I didn't go to. And I'll tell you why it, I didn't go. It meandered your way. That's what you're saying. I'm, a, I'm not, in, I've never, in, I'm not really into huge I gatherings hate them. of gays. It's just not people I, in general, but gays especially <laughs> just have a, have a way. I know that makes me sound like the worst gay journalist ever. And I'm sorry, but it's true. Um, they give me anxiety. I, like, I don't, yeah. I don't like being, I can go, but I need to go with someone and I need to be ready. I need to be able to leave whenever I want, which is going to be pretty quickly. Um, but also I've just been very busy. So I thought it was really funny that like, as I'm getting text message updates from friends at this event throughout the day, and then I look out the window and the event, which by the way, is not really that close to where I live, like maybe seven or eight blocks away from here. It's a good 15 minute walk. Um, yeah. And it just like, yeah, it, it, it stumbled your way, darling. Alley came to came to my alley, and it was nice. It was. It was Wait, that sounded just wrong. Yeah, well, especially since Dory Alley is usually called Up Your Alley, and so like Up Your Alley came up your alley, it darling. Did. So yes, I, I mean, I like. I'm surprised it wasn't me peeing in the alley. <laughs> like I, you know, and I, I don't even have to be drunk or anything like that. I don't drink, y'all. So I'd just be out there, be like, oh my god, girl, this Diet Mountain Dew These really went right are through made me. For peeing. Exactly. I, and that's just what she'll do. I I don't One mind. Of these days, Poyo is gonna. This reminds me. This reminds me of a story of one of my drag children. This has nothing to do with this, but oh, so I'm sorry. Go go on. Yes, please. This reminds me of a story of one of my that has nothing to do with anything. Drag children, who I will not name to save her reputation, as if it's not tarnished already. But she and I did an event together, and she dropped me off. This was like two o'clock in the morning. And uh, had to drive all the way back far into the East Bay. And I, I was like, honey, you should probably use the bathroom or something before. Because I didn't want the, my kids stopping at 2 something and 2, 3 o'clock in the morning somewhere random to go the, try to go to the bathroom. And they're like, no, no, it only takes me 40 minutes to get home. And lo and behold, left my house and somebody had had a terrible accident on 101. And so they're stuck in the traffic and it's at a crawl, a dead stop, basically. And all of a sudden, the Orphan Andes, which is the all-night diner that we'd had, oh, started like to right. percolate. And next thing you know, 
she had to go to the bathroom. Oh, you're not going to take it there again, are you? And girl, she pulled off at the Vermont Street exit, pulled into the unsuspecting driveway of somebody. Hit the eject somebody. button if this goes shitty again. <laughs> going to hit the eject button. So it pulled off into the unsuspecting <laughs> driveway of someone and pooped right on the side of the street and wiped her ass with a sheet and then just left it there. Welcome to San Francisco, honey. You just got a San Francisco treat. That quit. BFF.FM. <laughs> Keep me up all night, but 
FF.FM Living for her eyes, summer night, smoking cigarettes, pop up pills, try to stop time for getting regrets now. Forget our regrets now. Party pour her eyes out, whiskey shots and red wine, blackout, blackout. I'm sad, naive, but quite wild now. Yeah, I'm quite wild now. Dreams just rushing by As I sing your lullabies Help you sleep before I die Does that make me the bad guy? Make me the bad guy I'm singing joy To party, stealing bikes, hitting lines, crazy, we're crazy now. 
FF.FM Community Radio for San Francisco. You're on Baytime. I'm Christopher Beal, and that's Poyo Del Mar. Hello. After Dark. After Dark. You haven't done that in a few shows. I know. I even tried to keep the lighting nice and low in here today, thinking it would you know, lull you into the mood. But mm, it, darling. There we go. That's the mood I like you in. Poyo. The lamp is on the floor, darling. So she, she literally kept the light low. It's literally on the floor. You know, I figured out what Pollo Del Mar's entire shtick is. Name dropping and completely irrelevant side conversations. Which are hilarical. <laughs> and phonics, apparently. <laughs> I'm dying over hilarical. Up. Oh, anyways. Um, so... We do this show every week. It's one of the things that we look forward to, but we also have a lot of projects that we work on on the side. We've talked a lot about Apoya Del Mar doing a lot of professional wrestling and indeed uh, and l- practically living her entire life on Twitch. That is a real thing. Oh my God, uh, I haven't done Twitch in like a whole week almost. Mm, I need to get back. Yeah, I need to Twitch. That sounds like a fail. I would Girl, say in I've between so us taping busy. this show and when it airs, you could remedy that. I'm, I'm surely, I surely will, darling. I will, I will. One of the things that I'm working on, um, in addition to all of the other crazy stuff that I do, is I'm launching a new podcast on August 2nd. So that's this mm. coming Monday. Very excited. I've been working on this behind the scenes for a while. Um, it's, um, well, why don't, why don't I just play the trailer and we'll let that speak for itself and, and I'll answer any questions you have on the other side. So this this is my new podcast, Stereotypes. Um, it launches Monday. L-G-B-T-Q-I-A, straight, ally. These are all ways we identify or type ourselves. Types can be used to find commonality and community as much as they can be used to do harm. I'm Christopher Beale. I'm a queer, independent radio host and producer based in San Francisco, California. I make audio stories for NPR member stations KQED and KALW. I also write for Outward Magazine, a gay newspaper in Sacramento, and I host a podcast called Theme Park Pulse. And now, this new show. Stereo Types, straight talk from Queer Voices, a new podcast from No Midnight Media. On this show, I'll aim to do some good by pointing my microphone at the vibrant and inspiring queer community I'm so proud to be a part of. 
we used to call ourselves Class of 95. That was the summer we discovered that we were no longer HIV negative. My mom would be super confused if she knew I wore skirts now. <laughs> As if I haven't confused her enough already. <laughs> Whatever type you are, this new podcast is for you. Stereo Types debuts August 2nd at stereotypespodcast.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. So that's the thing that has had me practically living in this studio since uh, my mom left last week. So uh, please download that at stereotypespodcast.org, wherever you listen to podcasts. That trailer and the first episode will drop Monday, August 2nd. Delightful. Congratulations, Christopher J. Beale. Now you're giving me like Poyo del Maggie Smith over there. Poyo del Dame Edna. <laughs> mm. Y'all, I love, I'm going to tell you the part about this that's so insane is I literally sit around my house doing these things just to entertain myself too. I'm, I have zero problems, especially after the whole year of COVID, entertaining the living shit out of myself. <laughs> I am so enjoyable to be around, especially if there's nobody else there. We're going to enjoy more Pollo Del Mar, and we're going to talk about um, yet another reason why we are living for Lil Nas X. Oh. It's a theme, and we'll play Industry Baby with Jack Harlow. That's coming up on BFF.FM. Sleeping off the side effects again
too long for me to find it this hard Sitting alone, my fingers picking the sofa apart In attempt to distract from the fact that I miss you I wonder if your friends have had to carry you home And stay for the night because they don't want to leave you alone Where before it was fun, it's becoming an issue I know it's cruel But I kind of hope you're tortured too Tell me, does your heart stop at the party when my name drops? Like you stood at the platform when the trains cross Are you hurting? Yeah, you must be Or is it just me? Tongue-tied, screaming on the inside When I say that we broke up and they ask why Are you crying in the shower like a freak? Or is it just me? It's been three months and two days And five hours since I walked away And we left it so sour, I know That you're probably thinking you're better without me And all my days have turned cold But not as cold as your shoulder I've been thinking it over While I drink myself sober again Please understand That I know it's cruel But I kind of hope you're tortured too Tell me, does your heart stop at the party when my name drops? Like you stood at the platform when the trains cross Are you hurting? Yeah, you must be Or is it just me? Sometimes screaming on the inside When I say that we broke up and they ask why Are you crying in the shower like free? Or is it just me? Does your heart stop at the party when my name drops? Like you stood at the platform when the trains cross Are you hurting? Yeah, you must be Or is it just me? Sometimes screaming on the inside When I say that we broke up and they ask why Are you crying in the shower like a freak? With only cigarettes for company Are you crying in the shower Is it just me? Look at us showing up to the funeral With conversation that's way too colorful Almost broke up of a spilled milk waterfall Blame it on the moon We made up and made out in a swimming pool Sometimes life is just like high school Make love like it's taboo And I really fucking hated high school Was everything so
to melt to the floor I didn't ask to even be born Both those happened when my spit goes I don't remember life before I That's what people do It's the ones left behind that really lose Why is everything so BFF.FM
BFF.FM Community Radio for San Francisco, uh, putting the spotlight on independent queer artists and um, just kind of writing our sassy weekly love letter to San Francisco's LGBTQIA community. I'm Christopher Beale. That's Pollo Del Mar. He's Christopher J. Beale. <sighs> I can't even say my name right. You can't. <laughs> so Lil Nas X is argued, actually without argument, probably the biggest queer artist in the world right now. I would say so. Um, living out loud, unashamed, and we live for it here on Baytime, which is why even though Lil Nas X is definitely a mainstream artist now, um, yes, just out of sheer respect and visibility, we've got to keep playing Lil Nas X. So, um, even industry, at the risk of getting some kind of cease and desist. Yeah. Well, hopefully, I, I mean, I like to think that if Lil Nas X heard the show, he'd like it. I think he would love it. I'd be like, Lil that boy Omar is like so funny and her sidekick's okay. <laughs> wow. It took what, like six shows for me to become the sidekick. That's about right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I went from I went from host producer to producer sidekick. That's fine. I can live with that. No, no, you're the you're. De I mean, I've never had my mom on the show. That's true. But I mean, we could have Mama Del Mar on the show. <laughs> sexy D Del Mar. Sexy. D sexy Del Mar. D okay. Del Mar. Speaking sexy of sexy D, probably D. has higher standards. Sexy D would be like, I am absolutely not going to lower my social worth by going on that show, Miss Poya Del Mar. Speaking of sexy D. Lil Nas X uh, released a new, come on, that was good. Lil Nas it was, X released it was re a new- respectable. <laughs> respectable. I hate it here. Um, Lil Nas X released a new video called Industry Baby featuring Jack Harlow. And uh, it took place in a prison. There was a lot of nudity. It was very sexy. And it also had a big political statement in it. Uh, what did you think of Industry Baby? I loved it. Um, I think, that, uh, first of all, I love his videos because I think that they are, they are very much a visual treat. I, and always, yeah. yeah, it's one of those things that I think is so interesting about him because even when he released that song, um, back at the holidays, like the song that was called holiday, which was sort of like a Christmassy type themed song, I don't remember the, the video was beautiful. I loved the video. It was so much fun. He always gives a visual treat. In terms of the song itself, I'm like utterly under underwhelmed. Oh, you don't like industry? Baby? I, I mean, it's okay. I'm not really thrilled with it, but the the video is great, and I, it's obviously going to do extremely well for him because once again, he has created a tremendous amount of buzz around the video. Um, I think you know the political statement that he makes in it, and which I thought was very interesting because they some people who were detractors were like, "Oh, this is the first time that." you know, you'll see any black men in his videos or whatever. I saw that on Twitter. And, um, and of course it's set in a prison. I thought that was the political statement. Basically every single person in the entire prison is black. I thought that was the political statement of this. Um, and so, uh, except for Harlow, uh, well, except for Harlow. <laughs> and there was, there is another person in like the one who's like passing the book. Remember he's like, oh, yeah. and so there's a couple of people and the prison guard is also Caucasian. You know, I thought that that was a political statement. And of course, you know, I really wanted to know, I'm like, are these men, all of these men dancing actually naked? And then I really- I think they're wearing dance belts. Yeah, I'm sure they probably are, but- it's flesh toned. Um, at the same time, I was like, ooh, that editor had a really delightful job. Did you see Lil Nas X's tweet? 
He he did something like, uh, if this gets 200,000 retweets, I'll I'll share the uncensored version on Pornhub or something. Like oh my that. god, <laughs> something like that. It's perfect. And you know, I just it, love the trolling. I I absolutely adore the trolling. Yes, and the fact that one I think that one of the things I love most about Little Nas X, number one, he's unapologetic in his pro- approach to his career. And this his is, queerness. Yes, this is his career. It's his life. And um, he is taking ownership of that and for better or worse. And quite fortunately for him, it hasn't taken that, you know, hasn't tanked like other people who've come out. And for whatever reason, people seem to really, really uh, be drawn to him and support him. And also, I think, love the music. So those are all good things. But the part that I love the most is that it invariably um, calls the, the attention from people who are significant detractors, some usually very religious people or like uptight right wing type of people. And he, and even sometimes just random people, but he makes no bones about just fire roasting them with his wit and his sense of humor and his just bluntness. So I, I love that. And for me, the artist that that calls to mind the most from my upbringing was Madonna when Madonna was overtly sexual about everything mm-hmm. and constantly in the public light, somebody constantly talking about her um, in really negative fashion. And she basically just told them to go fuck themselves. And like Madonna, the further people push Lil Nas X, the further he's going to go. I think so, too. And no. I think I think he should. So, you know, I, the, the most recent situation that I saw was some random person, uh, some kind of preacher type calling him out for this video, um, propagating promiscuity and spreading AIDS among gay men and because of how sexual it was. And he just was not having it. Little Nas X was not having it. Nope. And uh, if you just uh, seriously, if you just want want to just read all the shade, just just look for at Lil Nas X on Twitter because um, he lives on Twitter. <laughs> he does, and he's uh, very I, much I a millennial a in that capacity at all. I, I think I think he's sitting there clapping back at his haters every day. I believe it fully because and laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah, I, I think that one hundred percent. It's authentically him because you can tell. I, I don't think that somebody like. Little Nas X would allow somebody else to control his public narrative. That's what I think it really comes down to. It's like, no way you're not, I'm not going to let somebody, I'm not turning this over to someone else. Absolutely. Let's go to Montero state prison. This is Jack Harlow with Lil Nas X on industry baby on BFF.FM. Need a, need a, um, need a 
pop nigga like Bieber, huh? I don't fuck bitches, I'm queer, huh? But these nigga bitches like me dear, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, oh, let do it. I ain't fall off, I just ain't release my new shit. I blew up, man, everybody trying to sue me. You call me Nas, but the hood call me Doobie. And this one is for the champion. Track record so clean, they couldn't wait to just bash me. I must be getting too flashy. Y'all shouldn't have let the world gas me. It's too late, cause I'm here to stay, and these girls know that I'm nasty. I sent her back to her boyfriend with my handprint on her ass cheek. City talking, we taking notes. Tell them all to keep making posts. Wish he could, but he can't get close. OG so proud of me that he choking up while he making toast. I'm the type that you can't control. Said I would, then I made it so. I don't clear up rumors. Where's y'all sense of humor? I'm done making jokes, cause they got old like baby boomers. Turn my haters to consumers. I make vets feel like they juniors. Say your time is coming soon, but just like Oklahoma. Mine is coming sooner. I'm just a late bloomer. I done peak in high school, I'm still out here getting cuter. All these social networks and computers got these pussies walking around like they ain't losers. I told you long ago on the road, I got what they waiting for. Four from nothing, dog. Get your souls. Tell them ain't laying low. You was never really rooting for me anyway. When I'm back up at the top, I want to hear you say. You're on Baytime. BFF.FM. Everybody's welcome in my house. 
FM Community Radio for San Francisco. We've reached the end of another on Baytime. I'm Christopher Beal. That's Pollo Del Mar. Hello. We encourage you to become a bestie um, here at BFF.FM. Help keep the lights on, help keep the station on the air, and you get all kinds of cool swag. Pollo, I wanted to show show you this really quick. I'm going to toss this to you. This is uh, the bestie gift that was sent out. Um, I'm a bestie at BFF.FM, and they sent out, isn't that adorable? This cute pen. 
It is a cute pen. Out to all of our besties, like one of those nice enamel pens, and then these really cute uh, BFF.FM decals. Is uh, it a sticker? They sent me two, so I'm assuming one is for you. Poyo great, so great. You threw it on the floor. I did. You can have the one that hasn't touched the floor. I know how you are about your stickers. This just got weird. Um, I so, yeah. can't even, I could barely even find it. I had to drop it low just to find the sticker. And then you picked it up slow. <laughs> I was like, mm, yeah, drop it, Twirled drop it. it all around. Mm -hmm. Flip it back. My back, back was aching. My bras too tight. My booty shaking from left to the right. Pop, pop, pop oh, that yeah. thing. Oh. My neck, my back. Oh, this is gross. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, we encourage you to become a bestie and uh, help keep shows like ours going. So, and, and you get cool gifts. That was, that was really the plug there. Um, cause I just, it was, the, it was a cool gift. The stickers are of the highest quality. I really like it. And so is the pen. So that's really cool. Um, what are you excited about uh, coming up here as we approach the, the final weekend of July of 2021, the first week of August, what's coming up for you? You know, all of my focus, uh, this was, this is something that we can delve into at a later time, but uh, it was announced late last week that I am going to be going to St. Louis, Missouri to St. be part Limit. of the NWA, the National Wrestling Alliance's first ever all women's pay-per-view wrestling event on Saturday, August 28th. And let me say for context, this it, we're at the end of the show. It's two in the morning. This is fucking huge in wrestling. So Pollo is being humble about it, but this is a massive stage. So congratulations. It's going to be. Um, now if we could just get on Baytime in your Twitter bio, that'd be cool. Oh yeah. my God. There's <clears> my, <throat> my Twitter bio is just so full, darling. <clears throat> my, Have you seen mine? It's like all Twitter handles of all the things so, I own and work for. It's bad. Go on. You know, the, um, this thing is so exciting to me that the NWA, first of all, it's, Again, this is something that we could talk about at great length at any point in time, but it is the culmination in many ways are coming to fruition of a lifelong dream to be part of specifically the National Wrestling Alliance, the NWA, and then to be part of a historic event like the Empower pay-per-view, the first ever all-women's pay-per-view held by this organization, and to be the first drag personality ever featured and partnered with the first transgender athlete that they will ever feature on their programming. It's, it is legitimately a dream come true and a historic moment in the world of professional wrestling in many capacities. I'm just going to call it now. Um, I think that Pollo Del Mar should be the first, uh, the first drag queen to, to uh, win a heavyweight title. I'd love to see that. Oh my gosh. I mean, you're going to win it totally snaky. You're not going to do anything. Athletic, of course. Like but, David you know. Arquette. <laughs> <laughs> Very David Arquette type yeah, of win. Or like a finger poke of doom. It could be a, po a, a poyo poke oh of doom. Oh my God. How many times have I had the finger poke of doom? <laughs> so many men. This is so, so many wrestling. finger pokes. Google the finger poke of doom. I'm sorry. We don't have time to explain that to you. Yeah. But, well, that's exciting. Um, you got you got big stuff on the horizon. Yeah. And, and you're going to get back on Twitch. I'm, I am going to be back on Twitch. But I also want to say like... If you are interested in professional wrestling at all, or you're interested in seeing fun things that I'm doing, um, the, the next month is coming up like a lot of things. I'm doing a lot of appearances at pro wrestling events around Northern California. I've got the NWA Empower uh, pay-per-view event, pay event on Saturday, September, no, so Saturday, August 28th. And then the following weekend 
is the Effie's Big Gay Brunch in Chicago presented by Game Changer Wrestling, which legitimately Game Changer Wrestling just trended number one on Twitter because of their most recent big pay-per-view event. So these things are all pretty huge for me. And I think that they are really displaying some of the things that are changing in the worlds that I love and participate in as relates to LGBTQ plus individuals. Awesome. Hey, oh, um, the scavenger hunt is happening right now at BFF.FM too. I wanted to mention that. Oh my that. God, of course. It's so fun. So check that out. And uh, that's also a great way to support BFF.FM. I'm sorry. I almost forgot to mention that. We I'm almost so forgot sorry, the Amanda. scavenger hunt. Terrible. Um, check out my new podcast, Stereotypes. That comes out on August 1st. Uh, on uh, August, August 1st. If you're into Disney and theme parks, I, I have a whole other podcast property called Theme Park Pulse that uh, that covers the parks for parks fans. So check that out. That's also a podcast and a live show. There's so much going on. Um, and I, I don't know about Pollo Del Mar. Actually, yeah, actually, I do know about Pollo Del Mar. We're just going to keep making content. And that includes on Baytime for sure. Absolutely. Where else can I... Um, come and chastise you for a full two hours, Christopher J. Biel. While stroking a fat puggle. <laughs> well, excuse me, but <laughs> that is so uncomfortable. Normally, I don't share that in public about with a fat puggle, but you know. No, no, the, the, the dog puggle. Ah, well, that too. Puggle Del Mar. <sighs> so... I think that's going to bring us to an end, don't you think, Christopher JBL? Are we almost to an yeah, end I, of this I show? Was set, I was just setting you up for an After Dark. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Poyo Delmar After Dark, stroking my puggle. <laughs> so fat, <laughs> hairy puggle. We'll see you next week on Baytime on BFF.FM. My poor dog. I'm crazy. I changed my mind. Go back and forth, up and down, all of the time I can be selfish, sometimes I'm cruel The world breaks me down, I block you out, then run back to you But if there was anything I could tell you I wouldn't be who I am if it weren't for you Take my hand, please forgive me And don't give up when it's not easy, baby
hands in your hand Please 